Back when I was working as a server at a luxury hotel in Beverly Hills, a coworker came up to me and said, is your real name Miriam? The people over at my table think your name is Mary and would like you to come over and talk to them. Confused, I looked at the table of people she pointed at. It was a group of people slightly hidden at a low table near our doors that lead out to the garden. The group was a mix of men and women who all looked normal except for the fact that two of them were standing behind the chair of a woman who seemed to be the leader of the group. She had kind and gentle energy, but you can tell by the body language of the group, especially that somewhat sentinel yet relaxed, protective presence of the men standing next to her that all deferred to her and were listening to her talk. The two men looked very different. One was very tall and seemed to be dressed like a priest in a long dark robe and looked very serious yet amused and energetically interested in everything going on around him. And he was staring at me. The other man seemed stout perhaps only by comparison to the very tall angular man standing next to him and he had a jovial, relaxed energy and was fully engaged in watching the woman leader, seeming to hang on her every word with a protective adoration. I turned to my coworker and told her that I had never gone by the name Mary, but when I was a teenager going through confirmation, I was raised Catholic. I had chosen Mary Magdalene as my patron saint and had added the name Mary to my middle name only on a spiritual and religious, not officially legal way. Thinking perhaps these people were members of one of the churches I had attended with my family back before I gave up on religious in institutions, I took a t few deep breaths and walked over to their table. Hello, I said. I was told you wanted to speak with me. How may I be of assistance? The main woman looked at me with excited eyes full of surprise and said, This never happens, but Abraham insisted I talk to you. He says he knows you and that your name is Mary. I looked around the group for a familiar face, but didn't recognize anyone and couldn't recall ever having known anyone named Abraham, let alone an Abraham who knew me as Mary. I assured her my name wasn't Mary and asked her who Abraham is. The group kind of shifted their weight in their chairs, looking knowingly at each other and giggled as if I was being silly. They call me Abraham, said the very tall man standing next to her chair. I looked up into his eyes. They were piercingly intense. The room was dark, but his eyes seemed to glow golden. He looked at me with greatly focused yet gentle interest, like a tiger who was not hungry, but aware and intrigued by the bold crossing of its path by a smaller animal. Someone in the group said, Don't you recognize her? 
the momentary spell of that intense eye contact with the tall man was broken. I looked back at the group and said, Recognize who? I apologize, but I don't think I've met any of you before. Esther Hicks, said the woman in the group. The medium who channels Abraham. I looked at the woman being referred to and still didn't feel like I knew or recognized her, but I did start to feel like I was going to pass out. My ears were ringing with a pulsing om song. A sound that felt like a train was heading straight toward me. I physically felt like I was being blown by a huge gust of air backwards while being pulled from my body forward and up at the same time. My whole body tingled and vibrated energetically as if the atomic bonds were loosening into independent, highly energized elements. I thought I was going to be sick and wanted to get away from this group so I could lie down in the break room, drink some water and recover before continuing my shift and taking care of and closing out my other tables so I could go home, cry, and sleep off this crazy feeling. Then the woman who was indicated reached out her hand toward me and said something like, Hi, honey, I'm Esther. I leaned a little toward her and, clutching my train one hand, waved weakly at her. She seemed surprised I didn't shake her hand, but feeling off balance, I didn't trust myself to move just yet, and the tall man was standing in between us. Are you feeling all right? Esther asked. Why don't you pull up a chair? Abraham wants me to talk to you. You're sure your name's not Mary? He's usually never wrong, nor is he usually so insistent I speak to someone. I declined, but offered to pull up a chair for the two men who were standing. The people sitting looked surprised. The men standing seemed amused that I would offer chairs for them. I'm sorry, said Esther. What did you say? Come closer. I can't, I don't think I heard you correctly. I can't come closer. He's in the way, I said, gesturing to the very tall man standing in between us. I looked up into his highly intelligent and amused eyes again and then at the other man and asked them each directly if they would like me to get chairs for them so they didn't have to stand. The one called Abraham declined and moved out of my way. The other man looked at me in a joyful surprise and said, Sure, why not? That I could pull up a chair for him if I'd like. Shaky but happy to get away for a minute and busy myself doing something, I dragged a big cushy chair over and the stouter man sat down smiling all the time at me, Esther, and Abraham as if we were all enjoying the same joke. There's nobody there, said Esther. I looked back at the previously seated members of the group and they were all staring at me. Eyes big and jaws dropped. Again, I felt like I was going to pass out and just wanted to get away from this weird situation. What does he look like? asked Esther. One is very tall and dressed like a 
priest or a monk, I said, glancing nervously at the tall man. He is pale and has an angular face with bright, intelligent eyes. The other looks smaller and heavier, not small or fat, but rounder. He's, he's more casual and seems very happy. I said, glancing apologetically at the man now sitting in the chair, hoping I hadn't offended either of the men with my descriptions. Both pairs of eyes sparkled at me with amusement. No worries, said the seated man. I always knew I could stand to lose some weight. Leaning forward, what are their names, Esther asked with great interest. Feeling awkward, talking about the two men I could plainly see and hear, I said, the tall one says he's called Abraham, and the other man says his name is Jerry. The group was quiet, my heart pounding in my ears. I felt like the train had finally run me over, and I was desperate to get away. I need to go check on my other tables, but may I put in an order for you? I looked at their table. The ladies already had drinks and were just staring silently at me. I looked at the men and the tall man watching me intently. Declined, saying he didn't need anything. The newly seated man took pity on me and ordered a drink. I wrote it down, though I generally have an excellent memory and never write down orders. I didn't feel I could trust myself to remember even the single drink in my current state. Seeing me looking at the allegedly empty chair and writing on my notepad as if taking an order, Esther broke her silence and said, what did he order? I told her. She leaned back in her chair somewhat whelmed but happy. Honestly, I no longer remember what he ordered, but I think it was a whiskey drink. You really don't know who Esther Hicks is. You've never heard of Jerry or Abraham either? Asked the other woman, seated with Esther. Feeling out of sorts and put on the spot, I shrugged, trying to not show how upset I was feeling. I'm sorry, but no, I... Don't really pay attention to social media. I'm, I'm too busy with work and school. I'll have your server bring you all some waters. I have to go on my break now. I fled their table, not even stopping to check my other tables. In the kitchen, I leaned up against the counter and clung to it, positive I was about to pass out. My coworker came up to me and asked me if I was all right. I told her I didn't feel well and needed to go on my break. I told her the drink I ordered and asked her to bring them waters and to take care of my tables while I was gone. After putting in the order and dropping off the waters, my coworker came back over to me and gave me a business card from Esther. She was gushing and so excited for me that Esther Hicks wanted me to reach out and talk. I stared at it dumbly and then looked up at the doorway leading to the dining room where Esther and her guests were seated. To my surprise, the tall man was standing there, staring at me.
just outside of the kitchen. I fled the kitchen and ran downstairs into the employees only area of the hotel, lay down on a couch in the break room and started to cry. When I got back 15 minutes later, Esther and her guests had left and the drink I had ordered for Jerry was still sitting on the table in front of his empty seat, untouched. 